Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world, people who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table for the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com. My name is Ify Thomas. I'm a mindset and confidence coach. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm here over in the UK. We have BWC Daily, which is where you can go, bwcdaily.com. You can subscribe and you can get notified and emailed every updates of what's been happening so you can catch up on the go. And I highly recommend that you go over there and put your email in and um, get yourself so that you're on the mailing list. That'll be really cool. Um, Today, I saw the title and I got super excited, super excited because like, what do you have to do to win in 2023 and beyond? What do we have to do? Well, this is a great question. So for the last, I suppose the last month, I've been really looking at what I need to do to win in 2023. So I was thinking, right, let me just do a quick audit. So I had an audit and I suggest we all do this, you know, give you an example. My accountant, he said to me, um, I need you to go through all of the places where you spend money that we do not know that you spend money. So I know that your business bank account is connected to um, our accounts and every quarter we're that registered. So we, we do our quarterly accounts, which means at the end of the year, we don't have to do them all. And he said, I just want you to go and have a look through. So I was thinking, okay, where else do I spend money that I, where I don't use my business card? So I went on to Amazon and I start, and he goes, I need everything up until March, 2022. I said, okay then. So I went back and I, and I started adding up things that I'd bought very quickly, two taps, tap, tap. So we'd bought a, um, we'd bought a router. We, for, um, because my part of our business, mind workout, we've got mind workout IT. So mind workout IT is what my other half, he works with that stuff. We work with companies turning over billions and um, we do a lot of stuff around terraform kubernetes some people might be like what are you talking about we work in aws and azure and google cloud so we do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that nobody really probably is into unless you're a techie guy which my other half is so we have mind workout it so we're constantly buying software and we we spend a lot of money on things you can't see like servers um, and cloud storage so um but once we we had something happened last year where um, our router wouldn't work, which meant that we couldn't connect to the internet, which means, you know, we can't effectively do our job. So we quickly bought one off of Amazon, which was like £500. We just bought it, click, 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 it came. And then it didn't actually configure correctly. So then we bought another one quickly. And then we had to buy something else. And I kept buying stuff off Amazon. And I, it never went through the business. So when I went through my Amazon account, I was like, I'm buying stuff all day long for the business that is connected to my personal account, like books that I read for my own development. Whenever I'm working for a client and I'm talking about a specific topic, I go and read as much as I can on all the experts. So I buy the books off Amazon. I have Audible, which comes through my personal account, but all the books are for personal development, which help. And I was like, there are thousands and thousands of pounds here that I'm not even claiming for. Uh, but the reason I talk to you about this in a kind of um, more 
business way, let's look at our personal audit. Let's look at the things that we are spending time doing that we don't even realise is taking our time. So how do we win in 2023? We've got to get real with ourselves. We've got to face it. And what I find is in, in the work that I do, in, in every industry that I've worked in, actually in every industry. So I started my career as a dancer. So I come from a performance background. From the age of nine, I've been training my body so that it can perform at its absolute best in high stress situations so that I can keep going like a little Duracell bunny so that I can perform on stages so I can tour and perform and you know I've really worked from the age of nine to build my body so that it's unbreakable and that so it can look great when I'm on stage so I understand what dedication and hard work and time takes but what I realized in my dancing days we'd stand in the studio in front of the mirror so we'd be at the, we'd be at the ballet bar We'd be in really not many clothes, like um, a leotard, ballet tights and little ballet shoes. And the mirrors would be all around the room. So it doesn't matter what direction you look, you can see yourself. And you've got to get real with yourself. You can see exactly if your, uh, if your back is arched, if your shoulders are hunched, if your foot is um, all turned in. You know, if you've got, um, if your fingers don't look neat, you can see every element. But what makes a great dancer is getting real and being really clear about what you see, looking at yourself properly and looking at yourself and going, right, how do I readjust this? Okay, my hips need to go in a bit. Okay, my shoulders need to go down. My torso needs to be expanded. My neck needs to um, look more elegant. My arm needs to be developed. You know, all these things are things that you, you can only see when you are looking in the mirror. And that means you have to get real with yourself. Some people might think, I don't want to look at myself. Well, then if you don't look at yourself, then how can you correct yourself? It's really important. So from a very young age, I was very good at getting real with myself. So in my dancing days, I'd have to get real with myself. Then when I left the world of entertainment and I built my network of chartered accountants, we had to get real with the numbers. I had a sales team. We had to not have our heads in the cloud and say oh we're just going to do well we had to look at our numbers we had to say how many calls are you making how many calls are converting into appointments how many appointments are converting into sales how many people are getting referrals from that that closed sale we had to look at the numbers we had to break everything down i remember i had some people who worked for me they were like we we're working really hard we're just not doing well i say how many calls have you dialed how many people have you, decision makers have you spoken to how many times have you had the opportunity to present your pitch how many no's have you got how many times have you gone back? How many objections did you? Everything was about understanding, being real, getting real and understanding the numbers of the conversions for us to be able to say, OK, what we've seen here is they seem to be able to get appointments, but the appointments don't seem to stick. Why aren't they sticking? Are they confirming properly? Are they doing a follow up confirmation email? We had to be able to break it down in my in that's in my business that I started after I left the world of entertainment and then when I look at um now when I'm working with my clients as a coach I'm I say to them you know what what do you feel is your biggest challenge and then they'll tell me something that isn't really the real challenge because in their mind they're looking at the top layer of what they think it is but when we go deeper beneath the surface I say we've got to get real we have to get real with what is the real issue here because if you don't focus on what the real issue is you cannot change things because now you're dealing with unshaky water you're dealing with um in you're dealing with um um instability so for me if i'm gonna ask the question to you guys how do you what do you have to do to win in 2023 and beyond first step is get real with yourself be honest with yourself say where am i wasting time 
What am I doing that is not moving me towards my goal? Am I practicing what I preach or am I just professing it? Am I doing the things that I need to do? When I start my engine, have I got something, an audio book playing or something that's going to teach me? Am I treating my car like a university on wheels? How am I speaking to myself? Am I talking to myself rudely under my breath? Am I criticizing myself? Am I doing all the things that I know I need to do or am I not? And it's about being really real with yourself. So I think, how do I win in 2023? For me, I've got to get real. I've got to get real. I've got to get honest with myself. Because if you're not, then what happens is you're always acting from a place of misinformation. So what I had to do and what I did, it's over the last couple of months, I went on to this masterclass with Ashley um, Shipman from the Winners Club. And it's called, it's all about, do you know your numbers? So I was looking at my numbers and I was looking at my business. So one of the sides of my businesses is that we, um, we help entrepreneurs share their message on video. So we have, I have a team of 12 people that work with me. We um, get get the new client on board we figure out what their story is we write their script for them we coach them we train them we get them to record their video then we put them out there and help them to promote themselves and use it as a lead magnet to bring new clients in and I was looking at this business which was created only 18 months 18 months within my business and I was like how much time do I spend with each client how much do we charge this client for the services how many people are touching this client is this a good use of my time what is happening how is our referral coming from these clients and I realized this is not a very lucrative business yes the money comes in and it looks great because in the first I think in the first three months we generated 32,000 pound in the first in the first two months after launching this business last year I was like this is amazing if we're generating you know 15,000 a month from bringing in people and doing this then we can build the team out expand it and grow it but what happened is is when we kept going and going and going I realized we're at a point now where we have to diversify what we're doing otherwise it's taking more time more energy it's still profitable but it's a really um intense kind of coaching session and it very much depends on the people that we bring in it a lot of our moving forward and completing a project was based on our clients and how long they took and then we had to understand the psychology of our clients of why they weren't doing it so we invested like 18 months into this side of the business that I was hoping would be very um would be my business that ran without me but then when I got real and looked at the numbers I was like I'm a speaker I'm a motivational speaker and I probably speak on average four times a month. And when I get paid to speak, I speak 45 minutes and I can get paid anything from 1,500 all the way up to five grand. And I just go in and speak. My best thing to, for me to do is to put all my focus on speaking because it's a lot. It's more money and less of my time. And, uh, and it's me. And then that little voice comes in your head and it says, I heard Mel Robbins talk about how now she needs to build a business around a business because now she only makes money when she speaks. And that little voice made me then think, this is why I need to build my legacy. But it's about getting real. Yes, I want to build a legacy. Yes, I want to build a business that runs without me. Yes, I want to be um, financially free. But right now, what am I going to do? to spend my time to generate the kind of revenue that I want to earn each month doing the thing that I love that requires the least amount of effort, then I'm going to go back there. But that only comes after me getting real. Also, I grabbed more information. I went to another masterclass with Susan Stocker, who talks all about how to um, get VC investments and things like that. And she said, I want you to look at the market share of what you do. And I was like, okay, let me look at the market share of what I do. 
I looked at the market share of motivational speakers and get ready, guys. You might all want to change careers now. And I urge you to if you want to. $2.3 billion was spent in this year alone on motivational speakers. Drop the mic. $2.3 million. My agent, who, hire, who gets me jobs, turned over $30 million pounds last year with speakers. I thought... I need to focus in this industry, in this direction, where I'm getting paid already to do it. There's a massive amount of companies and business owners and people who want to hire speakers who are paying for them. Who are the people who are crushing it in the speaker world? All the people who are crushing it are 60 plus, predominantly white males, American white males. Few, not many British people who are crushing it on that level. I was like, this is a great space for me. I can put my, shoe, my heels in here spend the next two decades building my speaking, promoting myself. By the time I'm 60, I should be the number one motivational speaker in the world. Let me focus on that. So why I'm telling you this is because sometimes we misunderstand what's actually working because we're not doing the audit. We're like my Amazon, like I said, buying things on Amazon quickly and not taking the minute to go, oh, that's a business expense. Let me send that to my accountant. Let me get a, let me get that part of my expenses rather than acting fast, acting fast, acting fast. So how and what, what do you have to do to win in 2023 and beyond? Before you can even run forward, what you've got to do is have clarity. You've got to take the time to have clarity, to ask yourself, what am I going to do more of? What am I going to do less of? What's moving me closer to my goal? What's taking me away from my goal? What am I doing that's stopping myself from succeeding? What am I allowing other people to do? And you will finally, like a detective, you will realize what is the, there's a thing called the theory of constraints. So the theory of constraints basically states that there is always something that is holding you back. There's always a bottleneck somewhere in your life, your business, relationships, your job, I believe, is to figure out what is the bottleneck? What is the thing that is holding you back from becoming everything that you need to be? And you won't find it if you don't get real with yourself. You've got to get real with yourself. You've got to ask yourself, what what is it in me that I must change? Now, I, I know I can look at my whole, my, everything, and I can see many areas in my life that are not congruent with what I want to achieve, what I need to do. And then I have to be honest with myself and say, well, what am I going to stop doing? What am I going to start doing? What am I going to lean into? Where am I going to get extra knowledge, extra experience? What am I going to invest in? And when you have clarity which is the first step. You have to be clear about what it is that you want. And then once you're clear about what you want, you have to have the vision. You have to be able to see it. You have to be able to taste it. You have to be able to hold it. And, and if you can't see what it is that you want, one of my favorite quotes by um, his name is Napoleon Hill. He says, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. If you can't see what it is that you want and you don't believe that you can have it and you don't have clarity around what it looks like, then how on earth are you going to know when you're there or not? How are you going to make those decisions? So how I make decisions in my life is because I flash forward to the future. I can see the kind of life I want to live. I can see the kind of things I want to achieve. I've got a clear idea of what I see my life being like. So when I'm working towards it, I'm asking myself, Does this, is this congruent with my ultimate vision and goal? Does, is this going to move me closer? And sometimes you don't know, like Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect the dots when you look backwards. You have to just trust that the dots are all going to connect at some point. So that comes down to faith and hope and belief and knowing. I think knowing 
and trusting yourself is probably the greatest gift that you can give yourself. When you believe in yourself and you trust yourself and you know whatever life throws at me, I'm going to be okay. Whatever, whatever life throws at me, I am going to make it. I am going to be okay because I trust me. That's the thing you have to do. And just coming back to, um, I'd love to hear what everyone else has to say. Just, I didn't even realize how passionate I am about this until I started speaking. I was like, yeah, this is a thing. Probably I needed to just share it out with you. And this is a question that I ask every single person, whether they're my client, whether they're a family member, whether whoever they are. When someone comes to me and says, oh, I've got this problem, or this is unfair, or I've been treated unfairly at work, or I'm being marginalized, or I'm being overlooked, or I'm being critical. When everyone comes to me with any of their um challenges that are happening in their life i always say to them and this is something that um i was trained to say you know as a coach you know and definitely in the world of psychotherapy and psychology this is something that is often told for us what we have to do is ask you the question is um i always say yep i hear what you're saying you are responsible what are you going to do about it and i always say yep i hear what you're saying you're responsible so what are you going to do about it and the minute i say to people you're responsible what are you going to do about it? It then gives them the power back. I think a lot of people walk around feeling powerless because we are hoping that somebody else will fix our problems. Where I'm always like, okay, this is the problem. What am I going to do about it? What, what am I going to do about this problem? So when we look at what's going to go for 2023, we each have to look at ourselves and say, what am I going to do to make sure that 2023 is going to be a win for me? What do I need to do? Who do I need to become? What do I need to change? Where do I need to audit out people in my lives and things in my life? Where do I need to do it? And then it's about actually doing it. And it's about taking responsibility and doing it. And I, I really think stop complaining. Now, I know you guys are all champions. We're all here together. We're on the biggest breakfast table in the world. We're champions. But we've got to check ourselves and get real with ourselves. How much do, how much do I actually complain? And how, how often do I, you know, say, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but because of this and but, but because of that, you know, how often do we make excuses for the reasons why we're not where we want to be? And I, and I will say this, I believe every single one of your excuses is real. It really is real. But what are you going to do about it? Because for me, I never want to feel like I'm not in control of what I do. I, even my nine-year-old son, I, he, he said to me, that I walked into his bedroom this morning and I looked at him and I could see he looked sad. I said, Cuba, what's wrong? And he looked at me again. I said, Cuba, what's wrong? Are you okay? He said, oh, my calves hurt. So yes, his training is into gymnastics. He was at a trampoline place and he probably um, pulled some of his calf in some way. No, no, sorry, not his calf, his shin. He said, my shins hurt. But I thought he said calves, so I started massaging his calves. He was like, they're not my shins, mummy. I was like, okay. Anyway, so I said to him, so your shins hurt? Okay, so what are you going to do about it? And he looked at me and said, what are you going to do about it? You're responsible. What are you going to do about it? He said, shall I stretch? I said, that you could stretch if you want. And then I walked out of his room because I think a lot of the time is if we don't give people the responsibility to do the things that they have to do, then what happens is, is they become reliant on everybody else. They become reliant on the government, on the system, on society, on... I never want to rely on anybody to, and I, I mean that, and don't take it out of context, collaboration, support, mentors, important. But I know that I came into this world on my own. I'm going to leave on my own. And who I become is going to be entirely and solely up to me. 
I've got to make it happen, which means I need to take responsibility for the good stuff, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, and then I have to be able to move on. So just to wrap up, what I'm going to do, because I've, I've told you all the things that I've thought about, auditing, auditing out what I'm doing, making sure that I'm everything I'm doing is moving me closer to my goals, asking myself all the time, is this a good use of my time? Is this a good use of my time? I actually say it to myself maybe 20 times a day, is this a good use of my time? So, um, and, and that helps me go, is it a good use of my time? Is this a good use of my time? So wrapping up Christmas presents, I have a lady that works for us. Her name's Belinda. She does all sorts of stuff. She says, how can I help you today? I said, can you wrap up all my Christmas presents? Terry looked at me my other half and went, why don't you want to wrap up the presents? I said, it's not a good use of my time. He was like, oh, so it's not good use of my time to wrap up the Christmas presents. Why would, why, would, why would I spend my time wrapping up the Christmas presents? I've got so much more things that I'm going to do that's going to move the needle closer. Sitting, wrapping up Christmas presents is not a good use of my time. And I, and I know some people are like, yeah, but I enjoy it. It's fun. I'm like, but I'm on a mission to get where I need to be. Before the end of the year, I've got so much work to do. I haven't got time to sit down and wrap up Christmas presents. So these kind of things help me to guide what's right for me. And I'm not saying it's right for everyone. But just before um, I open the mic to hear what you're going to do to win in 2023, the thing that I did... And it really, really made me feel good. Like you guys are all over the world. These little avatar heads that I see, we're not in, we're not actually physically together, which means I don't see your heads when I'm walking around doing my day-to-day -day stuff. I'm in my office. I don't see your heads. You know, I don't see Glenn Lundy next to me wherever I go. And But what I do know is that, the biggest thing is, is that it takes a village. It takes a community. You need to surround yourself with people who want you to win, people who want to, you to be a champion. I, I think that the, no matter how much you run at it and how um, resilient you are, if you don't have people around you who believe in you, who cheer for you, who hold you accountable, then it's so easy to slip back, snap back. So what I know that I need to win in 2023 years, I need a mastermind of alliance. I need, and, and Napoleon Hill talks about this in his book, Think and Grow Rich. Do you have a mastermind of alliances? You know, you only need one other person, but imagine, you know, people always say, if you were to have um, a dinner table and you could put around the dinner table all the people that you would have surround you throughout history, dead or alive, who would you have? And it's a really annoying question because I love so many people. So, um, what I did, and this has really re made me realise that it's something that I really need, is in 2016, I've got two little black boys, and they were very, very little in 2016, and it was Black History Month, and I thought, and they were, we live in a very predominantly white area, they were at a very white school, um, and, I, and I knew that, you know, I need to show them more people that look like them and so for black history i um put sent loads of pictures to the printers and had a3 pictures in black and white of black people through history who i've been inspired by and who i think my children will be inspired by so i had all types of people i had men i had women and what i did was we put it up on like an art display in our we lived in like this apartment loft which was like a warehouse really uh, but it looked like a big kind of warehouse so we had these brick walls so I um, put this kind of like wall decker up like a like an art gallery and um, I went around and I was teaching my children about each of the people I was talking to them uh, um, about um, oh Betsy the the 
um, Pilot and Baraka and um, Muhammad Ali and Gandhi and all these people and we were talking about it and then after when we moved I took everything off the wall and put it away somewhere neatly and never got it out again but where I work in my office which is actually my dining room that became an office when in lockdown I've got this big round table we call it the round table room it's where I do a lot of coaching and this round table has I think nine or ten chairs round the table because one of them we might have moved anyway I digress and I was like do you know what I'm I need to feel like I'm supported by the people throughout history who's already gone through made been the trailblazers and I was speaking to Shirlene actually who's on the stage I said to Shirlene I keep finding these masterclasses, but I never see people that look like me or who have walked the path that I've walked. So I don't want to join a masterclass where there aren't people that represent me, like black women who have walked the paths I've walked, or black men, or people who are who who look like me who have done something that I hope to do one day. And I said to Shelley, can you give me a list of some people that I can put forward for this masterclass? And she sent me some people. And that's when I thought... I don't, I don't surround myself with enough people that make me feel like I can really do it on a day-to-day basis other than coming in like Clubhouse. So I got all those Black History A3 pictures that I could find and I put them like attached to the back of the chairs in my round table room. And I mean it, like I put it on my Instagram stories, I'll find it and repost it later. But there was something that happened when I put, I put, <laughs> I had um, Viola Davis, I had Shonda Rhimes, I had, um, I I had, um, who else was around? I had Beyonce, I, I had um, Nina Simone, Maya Angelou, I've, I'm looking for my Oprah Winfrey, but I had Whitney Houston and I had all these like black and white images and then I had my mum, um, there because she's a powerful woman white woman who inspires me every day and I walked into the room after I'd put all the pictures around the chair and I walked in and the vibration in the air was unreal like I'm it's like they're looking at me and um, I said to Terry come into this room he goes gosh it feels powerful in here and there were just images like little like like you guys your avatars your faces just images on my chair and I realized in that moment that's what I need to do differently in 2023 I need to find a physical mastermind alliance of people who are doing what I want to do on the next level I want to surround myself with people that have been there trailblaze the park path who I can just be around so I can spend time with. So um, that's my goal for 2023. Audit myself and then find a mastermind of alliance of women, mainly women I want to find, who are, have, who've, who've already trailblazed the path and for me to spend time with them. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So my question back to you is, what are you going to do? Anyone want to unmic? And tell me, what are you going to do? What are you going to have to do to win in 2023? What are you going to own as a thing you do? I'm scrolling down the stage. I don't see anyone flashing. Would anyone like to jump in? I'm hoping you can hear me. Can you hear me, guys? Do you want to flash your mic? Hey, or- I hear morning. you. Good morning. And I- oh, good morning. <laughs> Who's that? Bam. Hello, darling. Over to you. Sorry, the stage is massive. Go for it. All right. Thanks so much. And thanks uh, um, this morning for the talk. I really enjoyed you. I was just about to jump on the treadmill. And I was like, let me catch it while I can. Um, but in 2023, I um, I don't want to say I gave up this week of, uh, of the holiday season so I can 
uh, prepare for the upcoming year because we won't be doing this next year. But I, I did. I, I decided to uh, pull back and, and stay by myself and reconstruct and revamp some things and set, set in preparation so we can come out blazing um, on uh, January 1st. Actually, it was probably come out even before that time, but at least putting things in place so we can be able to have a quality future where you don't have to turn around and give up things that you love, but be able to enjoy all the things. As I look back on what happened in this year, this was one of the best years of my life. I don't think I have traveled as much as I've traveled this year, had an opportunity to just enjoy both my nonprofit and my for-profit organizations and just be able to do what I love to do and give back to communities and be able to also finally give to myself. So yeah, that's what I do and I'll land my plane, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for jumping in and thank you for not jumping on the treadmill and listening. <laughs> Very, really appreciate you, it's lovely to be here.